die for you, Jamal Murray. It's a uh, Nuggets are back, and they're kicking some. Ass. Is that is that Pacino and De Niro, or Gersh and Piero? And it's a thirsty Thursday. Call in, ladies, on Thursday. Throwback Thursday edition of the program. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my gosh. What it do, baby? Yeah. What's the question? Jokic. Jokic throws it down. His second. Man, the Nuggets are back in business. Killing is their business. And business is good. Anilo Piro's in the building with us. Alex Becker's running the show. Of course he's running the show. I run the show. He runs the show. How many bananas today, Bex? <laughs> uh, already down one. Oof. Did yeah. you ever Oof. see the Toronto Blue Jay? Uh, I think he was like of Japanese descent or something who said his power was he was eating banana. He said he ate two bananas mm. before the game and hit two home runs. I've the, never heard of this. It's great. Wade it's a Bond great interview. Chicken. Alex Becker does bananas. He said, he goes, why do I eat bananas before the game? I don't see monkeys getting cramps. And then he hit two dongs that day. So it's always, we're always keeping up. Oh, his words. Uh, Kawa, Ka, uh, Minuri Kawasaki, that guy. I had yes. a feeling you yes. were going to be able to get this one, Becker. He had, he had a lot of legendary interviews. You know what I love about Becker? He's kind of yeah. like me. And I'm not sure if you're this way, but he's Ooh. always got baseball on the brain. See, and that's how you could tell the difference between a meathead and someone who's got, you know, some real thought. In the oh, brain. I if can't you... stop thinking about baseball, if I'm being honest right now. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I don't your... believe you. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't believe, believe you either. All. I thought you were just oh, being no, nice. Oh, no, I love baseball. It's the greatest. I but mean. Like, why on November 30th? I just, I, well, first of all, I'm cleaning out the, the kids' equipment bags, and I'm just going through Classic. it. We're trying to get parents to sign up for the old Southside A's 2024 season. Might even get some gray third alternate jerseys. Look out. Ooh. Gray with purple Ooh. pins. <laughs> Whoa, slow down. Spicy. I'm always thinking about baseball. I play softball one day a week for like 30 weeks of the season. Come on. Believe me when I tell you. I can't stop thinking You're, about uh, it. You like the seams. And if I'm being honest, I'm trying to fix this purple and silver team downtown. I'm not sure how I can do it. Well, you but I've got know. ideas. Let me know if I can help because I know Alex and I have talked about this at large. You and I have probably talked about it. When that place, when that team is competitive and good, Ugh. like 2017, yeah. 2018, man, every single night, that place is... Can't uh, beat it. It's the place to be, man. It's the, the best ballpark. Even, yeah. even yeah. when they stink, Coors Field's probably Denver's best bar already. But when they're great, right? it is... It's the place to be well, all summer long. It's never hard to get road fans there. Road fans show no. up, no problem. It's hard to get home fans there. If you could start getting some home fans yeah. there and putting... Like passionate home fans. Passionate not, home not rooftop fans. rooftop home fans. Sure. Absolutely. I am part of the problem, though. Like, if I get a cheap ticket to go to the rooftop, I'm going. That's, like, I am part of the problem. And, like, that's where, like, you know, you got to give the Montforts credit. They, they've made it irresistible. Regard, like, they've made it so that you could go to Coors Field and have a good time regardless of how good the team is. It's a circus without a tent on yeah. top. You're just kind of, like, ooing exactly and eyeing. It. Just everywhere you look, there's something for the eye, for the ear, for the nose, perhaps. Yeah. Hmm? What is that? A little bit of the, mm -hmm. a little bit of the devil's lettuce I smell. Dion found that out this year. Dion, yeah, Dion found that out this year. Come on, Boulder, Colorado's been, yeah. you know, been been the home for the hippies, uh, having having those, those See, puffs for years. And I knew that as well. And I'll watch my words here, but I did not understand how. Like, I know it's obviously prominent, but like halftime at the games, 
like if you go on one part of the stadium, like it is very much a a lounge area. And there's a smoking section. Yes, yeah. there there is. It's a, called the student section. There's a hazy <laughs> section. Now, I, I keep having this idea come to my mind, guys. And I know it's not baseball season. I know the Nuggets had a huge game last night. Broncos are trying to win six in a row. Six in a row. Okay, I know that. But I can't stop thinking about Trevor Bauer. I don't know. I'm telling you. Trevor Bauer? This guy needs a baseball team, and the Rockies need pitching. You could get him for cheap. You didn't hear it because you were just taking a call, Alex, but I just can't stop thinking about Trevor Bauer. And how I want Trevor him to be Bauer. a Rocky. Why Why? Why is it so bad? Is Trevor Bauer subscribed to the Christian faith? Why is it so bad? No, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'll say a quick prayer for him. But yeah. The, the key is he needs a squad. Rockies need a pitcher. I think, I think we can close the case. Is the case closed? I think so. He was kind of getting it seems railroaded. Like he was getting dogged a little bit. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It, it, it appears to be seems that. Seems like way, she but was I don't really know. She was I'm According to the case, I mean, according to like the right, the judgment has been made. I think that the case is closed. <laughs> I think it's over. I, don't know. I mean, I think I, I bet that guy's watching Max Scherzer pitching a World Series and thinking to himself, or Justin Verlander thinking to himself, I've got ten more good years in me. But didn't he get cleaned up against in the Japanese league at one point? Or yeah. he settled down. Like he was getting tanked on. I can imagine that's a weird transition to just go from like being the best pitcher in the major leagues to like being ousted and then I don't know I, I think there's a there should be a finish to this movie no the movie just ends with See, the court case but here's the thing about Trevor Bauer is I had been told even before all this stuff like he's a very strange person sure like, like he wasn't everybody's favorite so person was Max that, Scherzer yeah, yeah have you he, ever heard Zach Granke talk that guy's a, a goof go to his YouTube channel yeah Trevor but Bauer. like Bauer like <laughs> I mean Lincecum was a goof Brian Wilson yeah, but those guys that? were different. Like Bauer was like the obnoxious goof. Hurt Schilling. I yeah, well, Schilling on. was a little QAnon. You need to be a goof Schilling to be is, a pitcher. Yeah, like Kurt Schilling's like the Alex Jones of. Baseball. That'd be like saying yeah. the punt that punter's <laughs> off, and you're like, well, yeah, of course he's off. He's a punter. Pitchers are yeah. Sebastian. Pitchers are like either Roger Clemens and Nolan Ryan, where they want to rip your head off. Roger Clemens is a freak. Oral Hershiser wants to just strike every dude out. Actually, don't give a damn, or else you're like, or else you're like. Uh, Greg Maddox here. I just, uh, I don't care. I'll tell you what pitch is coming because I got a little bit of actual, you know, you're like, damn, this guy's kind of a nerd. But damn, he's a fine pitcher. I'm mm. trying to fix the Rockies. Like I said, I got baseball in you the think Trevor guys. Bauer. I think he's. Hey, so- well, they did bring in Jose Reyes. What? You, what why not? They, they helped facilitate the uh, Troy Tula whiskey trade, brought in Reyes for a year. He's just sitting Moral there. You don't compass. got a team. Like, how much do you got to pay for a guy that's, that's thrown out, that the, is, the league has just tossed him out? Like, I think you could get a deal. Plus, he's know. looking for a team. Yeah, you might. I mean, I don't know. You're I, I do not think the Rockies should sign Trevor. Is that Bauer bad? Himself. Yeah, I think it's bad. It just comes with an aura just, of like I he had he had a little. I think it's just unnecessary. He got a little se- too yeah, sexy. It's not like and I, skill should not determine. I mean, I guess it does determine at the end. Of the it day, always right? does. It's not like I mean, like this dude's like he's he's all right. He's nice, you know. But like, what is he? He's what three years? He didn't cheat on his wife, right? He didn't cheat on the game. And his Cy Young was in the 2020 season where they played 60 games. So. Uh, I don't know. Um, he's are not the kind of guy that the Rockies would sign. Are we trying to win? No, the Rockies aren't. That's a good point. Rockies aren't trying to win. Shoot. Yeah, it's. An, I'll be interested to see if he pitches in Major League Baseball again. Ever again? I don't. I don't. I, I think I'm fifty-fifty. I don't know. There's a lot of people that still do not like him and will not sign him. Mm. 
I just also think like talent, like for the Rockies in particular, like I, I, I there's plenty of different ways. What would you- Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill do right now in the in the real life movie, where they were doing all the beep boop pops and the checking their calculators and stuff? Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably cost too much money though. That's the thing. Find a guy that throws sidearm 83 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. and turn him into an all star. David <laughs> Justice. All right, fine. Anyway, that's David Justice. What a name. That's what I was thinking about. I don't know. I can't stop thinking about Trevor Bauer. So you just wake up every day and you think about Trevor Bauer? I'm trying. I want the Rockies to be good again. you think about Deshaun Watson every day? No, no. Like, is there like a commonality there? There is a commonality. What's the commonality? You tell me. I don't know. They both, they both had like inappropriate oh, yeah. oh, actions well, yeah, that, with women. The obvious commonality. But what's the difference? One of them is back in the league. Got a big fat payday. Fair and the point. other guy, you guys are telling me, is some kind of animal. Doesn't deserve to get back on the bump. I get for the Royals. See, but here's the for thing: the Rockies. No, why can't no, someone pick this cat up? Well, what's going on in Charlotte as well? The Hornets. I forget his name. Who's the Kai Jones? No. Yeah, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. And then, Sorry, Kai yeah, Jones. Kai Jones. He got released. <laughs> oh, too. Did he? okay. But that was for just being weird. I think. Yeah. Like in goofy on 100%. social media. Like what? What was his name? Miles. Miles Bridges. Bridges yeah. yeah. He's dealing with the domestic violence, and he's back in the league this year. And Giddy's in the middle of something. It seems like that's weird going on. You would, I, that's a. But if you're Calvin Ridley and bet on NFL through, games, this thing went through the course. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So what the hell? Right. Adrian Peterson lost the whole season. Right. I mean, yeah. like there's there's reasons why he got in trouble, but I think it was more to do with other people's infractions than his. Yes. I I, I can't think. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I don't I'm get not why criminal. some guys get a second chance or like, okay, you cheated in a World Series. Right, you're yeah. Carlos Correa, but now you're playing shortstop for the Twins. There's a lot of those examples. Greg Hardy got back. You're in, in the, the playoffs league. again. Yeah, I, yeah, but Trevor Bauer. I say that name, and you guys are like, ooh, ooh, I don't know. Next up, ew. it's okay. It's next le- question. It's less about that. It's just more so I'm indifferent. I don't think he's. Like, are we trying to win? Let's go get a pitcher that can pitch. I don't the know. Rockies if he can won or not, what but. 67 games this year. Yeah, they traded for Cal Quarantrill yeah. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and what with Trevor Bauer, they won what 72. I don't Maybe know. Maybe seventy. Yeah, there's like, I don't. I don't. Like know. it's not a significant Im- like. Well, you need one pitcher, and then you need to pick up like. But Antonio Sensatella. Yeah. What yeah. if Bauer blows up and his ERA is near six? I mean, yeah. mark him up with all the other dudes that that's happened to. But I, what if I, the opposite occurs? I for the low, this, low price of like Billy Bean, write a book about it. On the taking Bauer out of it, and this will never happen. I, I I would love to see the Rockies just completely embrace the dynamics of playing in altitude in Coors Field and. Because, like, for so long, right, the Breidich barrier, like, they're trying to conform themselves to the norm of Major League Baseball. Turn Coors Field into a toy park. Oh, my Turn God. Turn it into, like, Mario Super Sluggers. And then... Like, just just go get these, like, whatever the type of player they need. And bring in the polar bear. Go get oh, Pete Alonso. That's the... I you mean, I, I mean? want Alonso to stay with my Mets, but... No doubt. But go get Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso hit go, 75 home runs yeah, a year. Go get Goldschmidt on the end of his career and just let him just pop that's fly dingers. That's what I'm dingers, saying. Right? And just be like, you know what? We got a BAM box here. We're going to give up five a game, but we're going to score eight. Why I was younger and I wasn't as into the Rockies at the time. Why were the Rockies not able to have success winning in like 2014 when they had like, because car- that was kind of the lineup, right? They had Cargo, Tulo, Michael Kadire, who won a batting title. Justin Morneau was popping off. Uh, Mark Reynolds, I think, was still kind of, you know, swinging it back then. Why Why were they not? Was it a pitching thing as usual? Yeah. But like that's Francis kind of De La Rosa. That's kind like of the that. mold, though, of like you had those teams where like they weren't winning anything. But like they had some sluggers in the middle. I'm trying of that lineup, to bring man. a a Cy Young winner in, guys. Look at me over here trying to fi- fix the rotation. What's the difference between Trevor Bauer and Mike Hampton? Oof. Um, because that's the same thought, no? Uh, what's the difference between Trevor Bauer and Mike Hampton? I don't know. The same. I mean, you got to roll the dice. Mike Hampton you? won a Cy Young, did he? Before he came here? Yeah, you're gonna. You would have to pay a lot more for Hampton, obviously. Than right. you I think would you for can Bauer, get Bauer but, like for like you but know I'm a pair of like snow the, tires. Like, 
and a and a carton of cigarettes right now. You'd be like Marlboro Reds, right? And I'm gonna need some of them studded tires, right? Because it's winter's coming up, and I like to go to Keystone. And I like to go to A Basin, right? You are you're a funny guy. You don't think I mean you could get them for nothing, but then you'd have to take. It's just not as easy as that. But it's like, also a distraction. He comes with a lot of baggage, too. Sure. I mean, there's going to be Deshaun questions Watson? all the time about him. There's uh, other guys. Yeah, but here's the thing. Did anybody think Deshaun Watson, like, the, did anyone think the Browns were smart? I mean, they stuck with Tom Brady after the deflate gate and the, all this stuff, That's right? different, though. There's, sure. there, there's different. difference in cheating and, and moral compass. No, they're all morals. Yeah, but what? Oh, don't just select it. Morals ain't a physically... salad bar. You don't just get to have morals some days and don't have morals no, the other days. They're, they're, you're telling me there's not a difference between pumping up footballs with air and beating people? I'm telling it's the same, you the same when, the same thing. When we're well, I mean, come on now. Come it on. It seems on. to me that this guy we're talking about, Trevor Bauer, maybe didn't even do what they said he what they said he did, right? Yeah, but like if this, I'm not gonna say that on air. I mean, bad. say whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. the other guy, it seems like I was gonna make a bad. They've comparison. been deflating balls for years, you know. And why do they do it? Do you know why they deflated balls? You know why? Why? I know why. To get a better grip and throw it better. Less fumbles. Look at the stats. They fumbled the ball like two times that entire year because you can hold the ball. Running backs aren't getting that thing knocked out in cold weather in Foxborough. Go check it out. I'm telling you, it's less fumbles. Not not mm. for Brady. Brady can throw a football no matter how much air is in it. Aaron Rodgers that, right? he likes a fully pumped up football, like to the max. Though. No doubt. So every guy's different. No, I don't think it was for Brady. I think... Coach Belichick was smart enough to know if you deflate a football, the running back don't fumble. Mm. There, I said it. I'm breaking all the conspiracies today. I, you, the Illuminati's going to be at the door waiting for me. What was the first thought in your head when you woke up this morning? Like, because like, how Trevor do we how Bauer, do we get here? Trevor Bauer Bauer outage. Bauer outage. Yeah. I want that place to just be seventh inning. Bauer comes out for one more, and he's just boom. Dodger goes down. Does boom. Down goes a Dodger, and then he just it just locks in like he's a cornerback. He goes click click. That is just Safety. such a, like, of all the things to think about. I know. I can't believe I came out Trevor of the gates Trevor Bauer it. at 1017 on a Thursday. Believe me, I'm trying to fix the baseball program around here. A week removed from Thanksgiving, and we're talking Trevor Bauer. I'm this really is a Smile High morning show. <laughs> I love it. Our hot stove. Let's go. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's let's get out of the hot stove. Let's go out to uh, Ball Arena. We'll talk Nuggets. We'll go over. We'll go down to Houston, Texas. Texas. We'll talk football. Ooh, Houston, land of Vegas. And I think we should maybe make a stop in Boulder before the trip's over and kind of check in what's going on over there. You, you don't believe. You don't smoke weed. You don't smoke weed. Oh, well, then you don't believe. Next question. <laughs> what is the question? Hey, join us for more on the other side. 303-831-1340's hotline. It's the text line. Smile High Morning Show. It's Gersh and Piro. We'll be right back. Yeah. I'm going to see this guy. Oh, are you? Country music. Funk legend. Paul Cawthon tonight at the Mission Ballroom. What you want to do? 
guy. He's like a modern day. Modern day Eric Clapton, the way he sings about Hitting cocaine. the slopes, eh? Right. Nobody sings about Booger Sugar Better. Mm. This dude's sweet. He's like Chris Farley. He's kind of like always shaking his booty. He like, he's just, he's amazing. I'm telling you, if you guys are looking for something to do tonight, this dude's where it's at. <laughs> we should play one on the way out too. Maybe uh, the Big Velvet. Hit me with some Big Velvet on the way out of the next break. And I'm telling you, you hear Cocaine Country Dancing and Big Velvet, mm. you're going to be looking up tickets to the Mission Ballroom okay. later tonight. Love what's, the Mission Ballroom. What's the last concert you've been to? Ooh, it might be the Dead & Company shows in the summer. I don't think I've been to a show since then. Is that like staple? You're doing that every summer? Well, it's, it's over now. They say that every year. Yeah, but I mean, the two drummers. Fish, right? Fish had their last tour. Yeah, but here, the difference between... Eight years the, ago. and uh, The Fish guys are in their 50s. Widespread panic. I remember going to their last show 12 years ago. I think they about? might be legit about this, though, because the two no. drummers are in their 80s. I mean, how are you supposed to... Like, there, there's a... You just bring in a John Mayer. Yeah, but John Mayer don't drum. My I mean, I would be happy. John Mayer took the yeah. spot of somebody else, right? Well, they're not doing a tour this summer, to my knowledge. Man. Which I'm sad about. But yeah, that was probably the last concert I've been to. But did did you guy. see Bill Walton there, speaking of big concert guys. I have seen him at previous shows. He's usually the seven-foot-four yes. guy going, oh, he's like this. Free the world. It's great. It's a total vibe, man. It's a total vibe. I've gone with some media folk. Danny Bailey and I went out this year to you got the a uh, top, company. You got like a top three favorite dead songs? I know you probably just don't have one. Oof, that's impossible. What are the ones you're trying to hear when you get to the show? Uh, Morning Dew, Mississippi Half Step, Toodaloo, and probably, see, this is where it gets hard. I don't know. I like all the ballads, so probably like Broke Down Palace. Okay. Good stuff today. Well, if you're looking for a concert, I'm telling you, this is the free plug for my guy, Paul Cawthon. We've seen him, yeah, check him out. three or four times. Homeboys. You've been to the mission? Homeboy's got it. I've never been to the mission. Oh, it's my favorite venue in town. Get out of it's, here. I've seen, I've probably seen close to a dozen shows there. Oh, man. It is, it's a really cool venue, man. We're going to get there a little early, too. We're going to be you like should. the old folks and bellying up. It's, dude, it's a cool, it's a cool spot. Are you going to be in the pit or like, are you, you have seats? What do you suggest? I don't know. I mean, is I'm there seats? Guy. Well, actually, I don't know if there Can are we seats. Get, like, I think it's just upper, open seating. I, we want to get upper rail. We did it. We yeah, saw that's him a last good, year. That's a good one. We saw him at the Ogden last year. And if you get like upper rail and you're leaning over, you're just that's like, what I did. So I actually saw Wu Tang Clan with the symphony. Did so, you bring any kids? Because Wu Tang's for the kids. I, you know, I was invited by. I was actually. The you kids were the, the kid. I was the kids of the people that I, uh, I went with. I take back everything I've ever said. You. you yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, I actually was the kid, but it was yeah, the Wu Tang Clan with members of the Colorado Symphony Orchestra, and that was like really cream with like strings, like doom, 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 or like like it, it, it was awesome, man. Love Mission. You'll have a good time. Um. It was nice to see Jamal Murray back in the lineup yesterday for the Denver Nuggets. You know, I mean, yes. it just seemed like everyone kind of <sighs> had a breath of fresh air there. 41 points in the first quarter, yeah. 35 in the second. You know, it wasn't just a joke. That first half when you dropped 76, you can pretty On much. Head. Yeah, you can kind of take off a quarter or two once you got 76 at the turn. Yeah, we had to hold our breath a little bit there right as the game started because Murray tweaked his ankle but was able to stay in the game. Which you almost like to see. I don't want to say you like to see your guy tweaking his ankle. I don't think that's the answer. But you'd like to see him coming back from a tweaked yeah. ankle. Jamal you know? Murray's like funny, man, because he's such an emotional player. Like He's just an emotional guy. Like He reminds me of like, you know, the teenagers that go through like their emo phase in high school. Like he's it, it depends. Like, are you getting happy and jovial, Jamal Murray? Are you getting like pissed off at the world, Jamal Murray? Because I was watching his Which one would impressive. you rather have, though? 
for the team. I think when the game starts, you want pissed off with the yeah, wheel you, people, yeah, right? you want pissed off. With and the then team. I don't care which one you are before, or after. It's just he's so you he you know because Jokic is like the opposite, right? Like Jokic is pretty much the same person, even keel all the time. Yeah, Jamal from his play is pretty much that way, but like how he carries himself off the court is always a little different. I like both. It's just like last night I was watching his post game, and like you could tell that he's like kind of in his in his in his feelings a little bit of just like eh, ankle sucks, blah, blah, blah. It's just I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, it, that be. I mean, the nice thing is funny, when but. when your guy's gone, you get to see what you got in guys like Reggie Jackson, who who've been turning up <sighs> nice. But the best part is when you can kind of put Reggie back to being coming off the bench. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't mind Reggie starting; he can handle it. He showed he could. But A O B, they say I gotta come off the bench. Reggie's nice, man. I think it's a good spot for and him. And you saw DeAndre could still play. you know, And he always could. And what, what's interesting is I remember it was not this past media day, but the one in the season in which they won the championship. Like, somebody asked him a question of, like, you know, at this point in your career, like, how do you look to taking on, like, a veteran role? And he's like, I can still play. He's, he's like, I just want you guys to know. He's like, I don't mind mentoring right. and doing all this. He was like, believe me, like, right. I could still play. You can't guard me. You can't guard me. You can't guard me. No, I mean, I know it was a, a while ago. That, that game against the Clippers, I mean, like, it was 2013. I felt like I was watching like a, a, a remix of like right. Lob City with yeah. these guys. Like it was crazy. Oop after oop. I don't know how many lobs he caught in that one. Yeah. I mean, it was I mean, great. They're running that same pick and roll every time. Every too. single time. Yeah, I also didn't it. realize that DeAndre Jordan probably has a case to be the best player in Los Angeles Clippers franchise history. Most minutes played. Uh, I believe he has the most rebounds as well. Like he he's he's a he's a leader in franchise history in a lot of accolades. He played there for I think over ten years. And and it wouldn't surprise me if in three years he's wearing a suit and tie and coaching. Usually you see the point he's, guards. He's go already right. is like a player coach. Yeah, but he's usually like you coach. see the point guards. It's hard. It's it's not very often you see like a seven foot two guy just like guys come in here. Let me draw this yeah. play up for you. But I, I could see that with DeAndre. Like he is, and he's so he's so mild mannered, which is good for yeah, a coach. Yeah, he, he's really really good with the never players. too high, never too low. He's got that little kind of Texas attitude about him. I always a, think whenever I hear DeAndre Jordan, the story of how he was supposed to sign with the Mavericks and then like the Clippers, yes. like Chris Paul, they like went out there they and like flew, locked yeah. him in his house yeah. until he signed the contract with the Clippers. Like that's always when I hear the name DeAndre Jordan, what I think. He was the number one free agent that year. I mean, yeah. he was the most coveted player to hit the market that yeah. season, without a doubt. The only guy on the team that has an all-star appearance besides Nikola Jokic, which is crazy. How insane is that? Isn't that? They don't have a single. Wow. Yeah, because Jamal's never MPJ. No. Aaron Gordon's never made an all-star team. Yeah, I always think he has because he did the dunk contest right. at All-Star Weekend. He but was he close did, last year. Yeah, he year. didn't make a team. That is crazy. Isn't that nuts? Just uh, and DeAndre Jordan only made it once, I believe. And we were talk- I was talking about this with a, with a buddy but yesterday. Do you see that changing by February of this year? You think Jamal's going to get the nod? Not with Probably the injury. not. Yeah, not with Probably the Probably not, right? Do you think Michael Porter Jr. is going to get the nod? No. He played well last night, though. Probably not. Love the way he plays. And y- Jokic, last pick in the All-Star draft. <laughs> Gosh. Like how, it's just, they are the anti-establishment team. Yeah, it's... I love it. I mean, the, the thing is, it's not sexy the way they win. Uh, so, for instance, you know, starting off in December, starting off tomorrow night, right? They're going to Phoenix. That's a sexy team. That's the team mm. everyone wants. That game's on ESPN, right? Of course, because of Phoenix, not because of right the no, Nuggets. Never because of the Nuggets, right? And when and when they're there talking, they're not going to have too much to say about the Canadian or the Serbian, right? They're going to be talking about Booker. They're going to be talking about yeah. each and every one of those I w- guys. I will say, Jokic has started getting a lot more love. It's kind of forced at this point because of just how well, awe-inspiring yeah. he is. Right, but they have started talking about him a lot more. He's something. 
<laughs> he isn't he he is it's a marvel i mean it's funny we were with the fourth graders just coaching hoops and we were doing Jokic shots the kids know what it yeah, is yeah dude it's, like, it is unbelievable we're like all right we're playing we'll, we'll play this round and knockout but you got to do Jokic shots it's silly <laughs> like i remember like because i was doing a write-up last night during the game so i was keeping tabs on it and i looked up Jokic's stats at halftime because i had a wager on it and i mean what was it i think it was like 18 he had like 18 12 and 7 or something like, close, like right around there and i was like it is halftime and this dude already has a double double, and he's within spitting distance of a triple double. Although that was a sweat because he didn't get the triple double till right there at the end with the yeah. last with the last rebound. But uh, I love it, man. Like you got young kids, like like right, like your kids play basketball, sports, all that they kind of stuff. They know who the Joker is. Like how cool is that? Like as an adult though, like is that not like the best role model you could want for your kids growing up? Like humble, does the right thing, plays the right way. Oh, like, we talk about yoga to the kids I'm coaching too all the yeah. time. We go, hey. I go, guys, we're trying to get some apples this game. Apples are assists. Or I go, I got a bunch of apples in my pocket, or I want to give these things out. I don't have any apples. They're imaginary apples. Okay. Okay? But the theory remains the same. If we play like Jokic and we get them rebounds and we make passes and we go score points, you know, and we just use Jokic as an example and yeah. because everyone knows what we're talking about. Half the kids are wearing Nuggets gear. Well, and, and Two I, of the kids yesterday at practice, had one had a champion's shirt on and one just had like a Nuggets shirt. Yeah. And it's interesting six. because I had Monte Morris in studio with me one time and I was asking about Hit him that. with an I get the NFL. That's good. Danny would hey, Danny would kill you. The for that. There you go. Nice. What is that about? I don't know. It's when you it's like a when I flex my it's not even a it's humble, like when it's we say when we're doing something type of awesome. Brag. Yeah. Even though who does it more than anybody? Danny. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. He he I cannot with that guy. Um <laughs> Love you, Danny. But no, no, because it, 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 it's relevant to this point because I had him here and we were talking about Jokic and the big thing that's going on in the league right now. Like, look at Jalen Green of the Rockets, right? Top pick, whatever it might be. AAU culture has been dominated by the play style of the Stephen Curry's of the world. Not by design. Like, Steph was never trying to just destroy the youth game for what it is today. But, you know, I asked Monte about that and th there's just a lot of. There's an injection of new life that Nikola Jokic has brought to the game. And because everybody's been so for themselves, so all about the the highlight reels and the mixtapes and the dunks and the threes. But Nikola Jokic plays the game the right way. And I, I just, you know, somebody who's a coach who, you know, has the kids in the youth circuit. I mean, that's got to be awesome because how, like ten when I was growing up, right, it was LeBron, it was Kobe. And obviously it was a little bit different. But like, how do you look at a Steph Curry or a James Harden and say, that's how you should play? It's it's impossible to do that. I mean, and Steph is the exception to the rule. Yeah. Like, he's really good. Um, James is really good. Sure. But you would never coach anyone to do that. Like, right. Nor could you, nor should you. And then if they're doing it successfully, sure, then you say keep doing it. But usually that's that doesn't happen. Right. But how, how funny it is to see that, like, if you ever watch a mixtape or you ever watch some guy's high school, there's no passes in there. There's no like assists. It's just well, dribble, dribble, step back, launch. Um, And, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's so great to see. And then you look at the MVP. Look at look at the MVP this year, last year, the year before. Look at the guys that didn't win the MVP. They're not from America. They didn't play right. AAU ball. They're not. They didn't play AAU ball. AAU plays six games for every one practice. Overseas, six practices for every one game. It's easy. Yeah. The math is done. There you go. Boom. I did the whole equation for you guys. Hype and clout matter more than intelligence and cohesion in the youth game these days. You're taught to yeah. be an individual player first. Or not taught, but you're pushed to be. Because like if you like like you use the Suns as the example, right? It's the highlight reel. It's the sexy Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker dynamic. But just because you have these guys, you have that clout, doesn't mean you're the better basketball team. No. I mean, if there was three basketballs, you'd yes. be the better basketball team. But unfortunately, there's only one basketball, right? And so it needs to be shared. You need to move without it. You need to set screens. You need to get your yeah. ass back on D to stop it, right? It's not just about scoring the thing. It's about the one basketball on the court. And that's when, 
when AI came here to play with Melo, that was the one concern I had was like, well, how are they both right. going to take 30 shots? <laughs> you know? And whereas you look at Luca, you look at, I mean, Giannis just got it. The other kids are wearing Giannis jerseys. Mm-hmm. They're wearing Giannis jerseys at my little Catholic school practice. Right? Right. They love Luca. They, you know, I mean, Trey Young, sure. Right? People like Trey Young. He's mm-hmm. kind of sweet. The way that Jokic runs the game and plays the game is the closest thing you'll see to basketball nirvana. It's love. It's it like, is. It's like, man, I love this. Because otherwise he wouldn't be here, right? He loves mm-hmm. basketball so much. It's so easy to see. Like, he probably liked water polo. He probably likes horses. But you can just see that he freaking loves be like he loves the assist. And it just it flows he loves so busting well. a big shot. He loves making free throws. He loves like just laying one up on the rim with the softest of butterfly flutter and it just lands and rolls around. And you're like, damn, this dude must just love it. And it's intentional without appearing to be. Right. Like, and like, that's the beauty of it is it's like butter. It's just silky smooth. It's like that ball goes there. That person rotates. That person gets the open look. That person gets the pass. That person cuts. And it's like it, it's so organic and natural that it almost it's hard to appreciate because so often like, right, the big three, the Steph Curry dribble, 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 step back. Right. Or James Harden, like you see the anticipation. The Nuggets is like a, it's like a body of water just ever flowing down the channel. Oh, yeah. And that's that's what's interesting, like. Plays score points, but players win games, I think. Yeah. And that's the way I'm coaching these fourth graders. Like, we got a couple plays, but we're not going to win because of them. Right. We're going to win because of players, right? That- and hustling back and, and working together. And, like, there's a right way and a wrong way to play the game at any level. Mm-hmm. And any game. You know, we could, I could go back to baseball and tell you how we lost a semifinal game to a team that I'm like, they don't play the right way. You know, they, they do goofy stuff. Well, and, and that's part of the reason. And the same with AAU. Yeah. I mean, AAU oh, yeah. is not played the right way. No. And these are not necessarily great coaches out there, guys, that you're seeing. I'd almost rather have a high school coach. What do you mean? LeVar Ball's a great coach. <laughs> these are hey, master the motivators. Sta- get, get the soundbite ready. We also had LeVar Ball in the Never lost. station. That's our guy, LeVar I Ball. get the NFL. No, I mean, it's, uh, I, 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 it's not exactly coaching. That's talent acquisition is what those guys are. They're almost like agents that are bringing together the six best player in six best players in Aurora from different schools to come play on a squad. I don't know if that's exactly coaching or if you're just stacking, you know what I mean? Right. Whereas if you go play for what Ken Shaw down there at Regis, or you go play for one of these great basketball coaches that we got all over right. the, the city that the high schools, right. Then you're getting the coaching, but you're not getting the stacked squads. But that's why like in kind of synopsis of the conversation, that's why I found myself falling more and more in love with the college game because the talent is just so great at the NBA level that like it, like the scheming, the coaching, like it doesn't matter as much. But college, you can still play zone. College, the scheme matters. The defense matters, right? Like even at the, with the best of the best of the programs. And like, because that's the thing, like basketball at its best. And I think the Nuggets embody that truly. It's such a sharing of the sugar sport. And like everybody gets involved. Everybody gets some love. And I don't know. It's just to your point, it's become so ISO dominant. So me, 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 and less team, 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 team. And the college game, what you... What I found with the college games, it's a five-on-five five game. Yes, exactly. The NBA game is a two-on-two two game. They yes. put the other three guys on the weak side of the court. If it doesn't work out in the first 10 Get seconds, out of the way. they swing it, reverse it, and it's a two-on-two two game yep. coming from the other side. That's he, why, as good as Luka Doncic is, that's why they have yet to break through. But that, but do you know why the Nuggets won the whole thing? Because they play five-man basketball. Yeah. They don't do the two-on-two. Two. Right, and they rotate quick. They move the ball quick. It's not an ISO or two-on-two two ISO, yeah. right, where they just get a simple pick-and-roll PNR. It's not four high where they're doing the horns and they're setting the double high ball screens. They just do this action where there's five dudes that at any moment could beat you. Yeah. That's what they and 
And that's what the Warriors used to do. Yes. That's why it was so easy for them. And, 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 you and know, that's what the Bulls used to do, bro. And a similar dynamic. They had two really good players the Bulls did, but they played a mm-hmm. five-man game. And the similar dynamic to the Warriors and the Nuggets is you have a star player that's able to carry the water of the coach over to the team, right? Because Jokic maybe not the most vocal guy. Malone makes up. Malone is like that teacher that you hate or that coach that you hate, but you know he's just trying to yeah, make it better. Yeah, but you're not trying to get a beat. Because if you don't get that intensity from him on defense that he brings in the coaching circles, I mean, I don't know what this team is. And then Jokic, you know, reciprocates the message across the board. It's great. I love it, man. It's a golden era. It it's really a beautiful is. form of basketball. And guess what? You know how you know? Go try and find a cheap ticket to those games. Go try and bring four people to that game for less than two hundred. Good luck. Yeah, good point. You're getting some nosebleeds. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the people around here know that that's that's some velvety basketball they're playing. And that was not the ten years ago. You could get four tickets for four dollars. I'm not even kidding you. I probably have receipts for it. Oh, we keep receipts around here. <laughs> you don't believe? You don't smoke weed? Oh, I already did that one. Yeah. Ah, shoot. All right. Well, we're gonna come back after this break with more Smile High Morning Show. Train wreck, but a walked away. When you follow the riches, yeah. More money, pay. Coming to you live from the city of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. So, what it do, young? 100. I am on a 24 hour champagne diet. Spilling while I'm sipping. I encourage you to try it. Is this school dance vibe? Are the Colorado Buffaloes about to walk out of the tunnel? Who's this? Is this Lil Wayne or who is this? Yeah. Is this Sweezy? Birdman and Lil Wayne. Man. Do you remember like week four of the Colorado Buffaloes season? Oh, it was a great. I, I will still say this. And he just got named as the sports person of the year for Sports Illustrated. Wow. And, and, and plug your ears, especially after we just did the last segment. What Dion and Colorado did this year, despite the results, nationwide is a bigger story than the Nuggets winning their first championship. It's the it, That is the biggest story in sports, period. Oh, Even with the outcome. And you saw the viewership. Did you see the viewership ratings oh, versus them versus all the other teams? There, I saw there was and, a tweet. They and had the a, only teams that were on that, that were up high? To Alabama. No, no, no. Played CU. Yeah, I mean, oh, they yeah. did like a Western Coast version. Right. Uh, mainly Pac-12. And then there were some teams like CSU in there. And you're like, huh, how did they get in there? Oh, yeah, they played CU. I mean, there's something about the viewership, the butts in the seats. They, it, they did everything right except the win column. Right. There's a guy, I forget his name, but he's a reporter, and he gets, like, a lot of, like, the people who commit and decommit news. And a three-star, I forget his name, decommitted from Colorado this week. And that tweet alone for a three-star recruit has over 7 million views mm. on, on online right now. For a three-star recruit, 7 million. I mean, I'll even come out and say, you should see the social numbers on our end. From Mile High Sports, I mean, Deion Sanders has, 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 has raised. Oh, he's tied. Yeah, I, he's I mean, the tied that raises all boats. It is crazy, man. It really is. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all in though. I am. I'll, I'll me, drink yeah. the Kool-Aid. I'm 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 here for it. I would like the wins to come as well, but they, yeah. they didn't as much as I would have liked. Ain't nobody whooping us at the crib. And then the thing I didn't love is that when the losses came, I just still I, I I want him to get a little better at losing. For sure. If if you know what I mean. For sure. And then you'll stop losing. It's probably hard for somebody that's not used to losing, though. That's fair. And like, and and when you lose by 20, you know, when you give up a 29-point lead, just wear it. Own it. Don't be questioning your player's toughness. I think that's where yeah. he lost me a little bit. Then when, when you lose another game, you're still averaging 25 to 35 points a game, and, and you move your offensive coordinator. Again, That you're, you're pointing a finger that was, somewhere. That was weird. I would have never done that. Why would you ever have done that? But the thing that it keeps looking like to me 
is that the guy with the shiny glasses, the cowboy hat, the chain, and, and the swag pointing his finger everywhere but where, you know. Just take right. those two thumbs, put them right on me. Put it on me. This was a bad show today. Hey, Anillo, your fault. No, no, no. Yeah. If this was a bad show today, if you guys got a little thrown off by Trevor Bauer in segment one, put it on me. That's on me. I'm not going to blame you guys for not stopping me. I am. Yeah. Who do you think you are? I am. But when Coach Prime loses these games and then kind of your fault, players didn't have enough heart. I'm starting to wonder about these guys. Offensive coordinator, you got to go. Um, you know, the guys are smoking weed behind me at halftime. This is crazy. Where, where am I? You know, this yeah. would never happen in a real football city. It's like, Coach, these are your losses. But those see, four wins, those are the kids' wins. You see how it goes? And I think part of that is, though, because he is technically head coach, but what he really is is head CEO. Correct. So I think he's looking at it from a more of an advisory perspective. Colorado Buffalo's LLC. Yes. And so I think that's a reason because he's like, at the end of the day, like, the wins and losses, I think, you know, Dion loves all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he's, he's doing it for the kids. He's doing it to push the program and his sons and all that kind of stuff forward. So not that he doesn't take the losses hard, but I think he's like, it's up to y'all. Maybe he should look at, you know, in the mirror because he is the coach at the end of the day. But go. he's like, okay, well, let's I've climbed say, the mountaintop. I've won how many Super But let's say, Bowl? let's say it was Colorado Buffalo's LLC. Right. Right. And it wasn't, and it was a business that was failing. You know, you can blame all the workers you want, but you're the right. CEO. Now the business side is, and that's the never thing. been better. And that's why it's like you even, you live with the results because the business side is just, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. So my folks live up in Broomfield and I was up there before I probably like a Friday. I'd live in the their game. basement right now if they didn't live so far away. It's Wyoming essentially. Right. But like I was dropping the dog off at daycare one day and like even like the daycare people were like, you're so cute. I know. Right? We talk about yeah, dropping off dogs at daycare. And they were like, <laughs> is there another football game this weekend? They're like, it just, it, it, it backs everything up. All the traffic, all the noise, all the people. And I'm like, Broomfield's like 15, 20 miles away from right. Boulder and they're getting remnant. Oh, I you usually know, cut through there. Once down. 36 backs up a little bit, yeah, I said, you know, all right, we're going to yeah, 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 you get North Polar South, Road. South Polar Road, yeah. 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 You know. Oh, yeah. yeah um, it's it's amazing. I mean, and I I always remember just being, this season, being in a security line that takes forever to get into the building. And the, and of the people that are there, you can kind of tell the ones that were there last year, and we just all look at each other and we go, it was a little different last year, wasn't is it? it? Isn't it insane? Isn't this nice? Whereas I, the other people are like, oh. There's a line, ugh, and you know they're they're yeah. trying to find their tickets or something, and we're just sitting there looking at other oh, season ticket holders. Hey, remember last year when you could just walk right in? Yeah. <laughs> how how long see you in the Pac-12 for? What twenty years almost? Just about right? turn yeah. of the century. Yeah. No, it was uh, like 16. thirteen, like twenty ten. That recent? Change. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm so happy. Before it's I moved over. here, they've been in the Pac-12 as long as I've lived here. But like this one season has been more impactful than every other season for CU in the Pac-12 combined. And it's probably not close. Well, and guess what? They finished in the bottom of the Pac-12. Yes. So you did. But they were once ranked in the top 25. Go look at all the other teams in the Pac-12. There was like 10 of them were ranked in the top 25 at one point this year. Washington State was there. Oregon State was there. UCLA was there. CU was in the top 25. CU was there, right? I just named four schools that will never do that, right? And then, of course, Washington and Oregon are in the top 10. Yeah. Utah was in the top 15 a bunch. How is, USC. By the way, how, how is Washington a 10-point underdog this weekend? Against Oregon? Isn't that crazy? Good Someone luck. want to explain that to me? Where's that one at? In Vegas or something? I think it's in, yeah. yeah, it's in Vegas. It's yeah. in Vegas? I, I will be taking the points. Just want to put that out there. With Sorry. the Huskies? Yeah. I will be taking the Hashtag taking the points. That Dan Lanning can coach. Man. I don't like that. He's Have not you. trying to get them clicks. We're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. I can't get I can't. The whole college sports are also silly. 
Like, I love them. The they take it so serious. Jimbo Fisher. The band. Is going to make him more money than I'll probably ever see in my life to not coach anymore. It's so silly. It's so silly. It, 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 it's a rich people's That's playground. That's love, though. There you go. Yeah. That's love. love. That's how much people love not it's losing. nuts, dude. And they'll keep losing. A&M. <laughs> their best year in the SEC was their first year in the SEC with Manziel. Johnny wow. football. That is that's true. Mike Evans there. Yeah, man. How was my guy John Tazarian? Cliff Kingsbury was the OC. Yeah. Wow. Now he's in like Trinidad Tobago. See, that's another guy. I saw he was rumored for one of these open colleges. Why would you ever coach again in the next three or four years if you're Cliff Kingsbury? <laughs> you got all his money. He's a young guy. That's like the reason why I do do radio every day. It's kind of the opposite. I got no money, and I'm an old guy. We do it every day, though. We come here and bring it. 10 to 11, 303-831-1340, hotline, text line. We'll get to it on the other side of the break. We only got one segment left for the Smile High Morning Show, and then we'll kick it over to Gil after this. We'll be right back after the break. You like this one? Fire on the mountain. You like John Mayer with the crew? I do. He's smooth. But I'm, I, there's a lot of old heads that don't. But I, I didn't get the old head. Who cares? So, yeah. He when, makes that sound. Yeah. He I makes the guitar make the sound. He's into it. That's all I could ask for. Did you hear the story about how he like joined? Didn't he just hear it like on an elevator? Yeah. And he's like, "What is this?" And then he shazammed it and like learned Basically, it. Basically, yeah. And then played it, and they were like, "Can you yeah. tour with us? You're a legend." It's Remember, great. he was doing the Dave Chappelle stuff back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is like the Spotify. I don't know if you're. Are you on Spotify? I don't think I am. So they do like a rap every year where it's like essentially like a recap of like what you listen to. Right. Like the song. Right, right, right. And like oh, I do see that this year they did the one where it's like, here's the location where like you're people that listen to the same music as you. And I got Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> and it was like a lot of people in Boulder listen to the Grateful Dead and Dead and Company. I was like, I guess I'm in the right spot then. It makes sense. That's why they go to Folsom. I mean, oh, it's so beautiful. We man. just got done talking about Folsom, how great it is for football. But damn, if you ever get a chance to go see a show there. Tip of the cap to old Danny Bonanno, my guy, mm-hmm. and and Erica, right? Shout out Erica, she man. Hooked she's hooked me too. up. She's super dope. She's, yeah, she's a G, man. Mm, nobody does it better. Hey, we got one segment left. We got any action? They all hate us. They don't like me. They dropped. They, they missed, they missed they Danny. They hung on for a while. Nah. Do they call for you? Or do they call for Danny? They call, and then if we if we don't get to them, they got places to go. So mm. it's tough. We try and get. Where's to the them. loyalty? It's tough. I could probably should have went hey. out. I probably should have went out to the hotline, mm. but we we're having some good ones here. When, when was the last time you heard from Noit? Uh, Noit called in right uh, before the um, Bills Broncos game. Okay, we haven't heard from him since. What up, but, Noit? But he basically said he's going to take the team that wins that and ditch the team that loses it. Oh, so and since then the Broncos have won again and the Bills have lost again. So he made a made oh. a wise decision. Yeah, that's our guy Noit. Um, Big fan of Noit. And, and, I mean, I guess it would be, what, three straight? Or four? No, they beat the and the Browns since that game. Yeah. So they'd be going for three straight since Noit made that call. Wow. So Noit is the, the good luck charm. He's converted. He just yeah. kind of knew. He just kind of said, whoever wins this game is going to be on the right trajectory, and the other one's going to be flailings. What is this flailings you mentioned? Um, real, real quick with two minutes left, CSU. Unbeaten still over wow. CU. We got to talk about they, it. Uh, they stormed the court sweet. last night. Uh, oh any thoughts gosh. on that real quick? Because that was uh, taking social media ablaze last night. Here, I'll, I'll say my quick little spiel because I have lived in Colorado for 10 years now, but I did not grow up here. Um, and I know it's an in-state rivalry. 
these schools don't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. So I think any time that they get mad at each other for storming the court or talking trash, it's hilarious. It's like watching toddlers fight. That's my take. Yeah, that's all right. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that take because I think that there's some good basketball going on in this state, at a high, even at the high school level. And I think when these teams can crack top 25 statuses like the Rams have done, like Tad has done before, Tad and, and his boys have done before up in Boulder, it, it brings this, even when Northern Colorado snuck in one time, they're like, I don't we know. I feel CSU like you last year. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's good basketball out here. You you might be onto something with the flyovers and with the you know it's I in the grand like, scheme of things. It's like you think it's Ohio that's State, Michigan, Super Bowl. Like you know what I'm saying? Like with like the church, and it's a natural in-state rivalry. But it's like you're right, and you're, and and that Moby, bro. When they so have mad. you been in that Moby when it's no that Moby when I've it's been. loud? Well, I could go, hear it through. Go the try TV. that on for size, bro. When you get into Moby and that place is rocking. Yeah. I mean, no. Coors Event doesn't have what Moby has. Moby's a Moby's a damn yeah. gym. Coors event is an event center, right? That's where you'd go right. see like Neil Diamond at the end of his career, just kind of like sing Shiloh or something. Graduate right? high school there. It's a big deal. Hell yeah. But Moby Arena is like, that's like, you're like, you know, you're just stomping on it. Like, it's just one of those places that starts yeah. to rattle when the when uh, a good game is going on. I hope to see more of it. And I'm happy that, is it Stevens, right? The senior that came back? Yeah. yeah. Isaiah Stevens. I'm so happy that All he it. came back, right? And I'm happy that he's getting rewarded for it. The coaching staff has got a great group of guys that have been there a long time. Like, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And and for CU, people go. CU, that's a real that's a real kick in the pickle, Rick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you had a good thing going there. You were feeling pretty good early in the year, and then you can't even get the uh, the Rocky Mountain Showdown of hoops. So, hey, tip uh, of the cap to the Rams. CSU though, I mean, ranked number twenty, seven to zero. Yeah, they're nice, man. They're good. They're nice. They're good. I think they'll I'm be higher than that. Transfers. Yeah. If you can I'm get up into the it. top 20, if you can get to the top 15, I'd drive my son up there for it, you know? For sure. Nico I'll Mendez. pick you up on the way. Are you going to be in Broomfield yeah, in the basement? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> pick me up. When I was go. When I was dropping off my dogs at Doggy Daycare, I was talking to myself, and I was talking to my mom about coffee. It's true. <laughs> you remember Coffee Talk, or is that too past your time? Uh, I don't know. Too past my time. You know I who think. Mike Myers is? Of course. Okay. Well, look up some of his early stuff. He's, mm, He's like Tommy DeVito. I was watching some uh, old... Uh, Oh, I forget his name now. I was going to say Morgan Freeman. It's not. Who, who's the dude in trading place? Eddie Murphy. Some oh, man. 80s Eddie Murphy stand-up. When he's wearing, like, all leather and the zippers. Yeah, and he... a lot of things that could not be said in today's day and age. His Bill, his Bill Cosby's pretty good. <laughs> good that was before. Like, that was yeah, before. Was way before. Yeah, back in the day. Hey, the show's over? Bye. What? Branillo Piro. For Alex Becker, he runs the show. I run the show. I'm Coach G from the LLC. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. We thank you guys. Good night, Sheila. I'll never forget today. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Damn, easy and hope. Where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless stuff, man. I adopted these niggas. Put them drumming in. Now I'm about to make them. 